Our responsorial psalm today was a pretty bold request, a prayer that we repeated several times. Let my tongue be silenced if I ever forget you. Sometimes we might say these things without even realizing what it is that we're saying. Let my tongue be silenced if I ever forget you. It means if I forget the goodness of God, how he has been present in my life, how he has helped me at different times in my life, let my tongue be silenced. Instead, let my tongue share the goodness of the Lord. Let my tongue praise his goodness each and every day. Let my tongue be silenced. I think that idea of silence is one that is worthy for our reflection this weekend. If you're like me, sometimes you become inundated with so much noise, so many things in your life, and there are specific moments in which you seek out silence. You might make the conscious decision one night in your home to turn off the television and maybe to read a book or simply to sit in silence. You might turn off your phone so that you're not inundated with those text messages and with social media. You might turn off the radio in your car as you drive from point A to point B so that you can clear your mind, that you can have some silence, that you might not be told what it is that you're supposed to think. Maybe for some people, they search out a place where they can find silence for just a few brief moments. Could be on a walk or maybe someplace at your home where you go to recollect for just a few moments amidst the busyness of life. What are some ways in which we practice silence? That silence is demanded of us, that silence comes to us. Sometimes silence happens when we are filled with wonder and awe. That there are those moments where we are caught up in something so much It's breathtaking that no words could really explain or capture what it is that we're seeing. You might see this as a sunset, perhaps as you gather with family or whatever the case might be one night, and you all watch the sunset as it goes down under the horizon. Probably you don't say much. You simply sit there silently taking in what it is that you are experiencing. Might happen if you go to an art museum, you see some magnificent piece of art, some masterpiece from one of the great artists of history, and you stand before that piece of art, and you're silent as you behold the wonder that it is. Wonder and awe can be moments for silence, and sometimes, too, the exact opposite of that can be moments for silence as well, shock and horror, that sometimes maybe we witness something, we see something so brutal that it puts us in a place of silence. Again, not knowing how to respond or what to say. Shock and horror could be silence at the news of someone's death. Could be shock and horror at something that we've witnessed. I'll never forget a number of years ago when I was driving down Highway 29 that there are a few cars in front of me 
witnessing this car pull out and getting hit, going into the ditch in the median, and realizing that perhaps this was a fatal accident. It was the shock and horror of witnessing something like that, that it shook you, that you didn't know what to make or what to say in that moment, and to find out later that night on the news that indeed that person, that driver, perished in that accident. So shock and horror can move us to silence. When we listen, that's another opportunity for silence. When we're participating in a conversation, sometimes we might interject, maybe we interrupt, but we listen to the person as they tell their story, as they relate whatever it is that they are sharing. We listen and we are silent. When you're watching a movie or a TV show, you watch the film, you watch the show in silence, unless maybe you comment on a few scenes here and there, but then you discuss it later with the person that you may have watched it with. So listening is a time for silence, and really that's true in the spiritual life, that we listen for God, that in the moments of our silence, that maybe God wishes to speak to us. Of course, we won't hear the voice of God audibly, Probably not. Only a few people have heard that. But maybe we'll sense the presence of God. Maybe we'll feel a gentle nudge or we'll be aware of the presence of the Holy Spirit. And so all of these things, moments in which we're listening for how God is speaking to us. There's another type of silence that I think delights God. That's the silence when we bite our tongue that when we're participating in conversations, that we choose to be silent, maybe, instead of saying something negative about another person, that we remain silent at a time when we could gossip. Or maybe when there's anger, when we're filled with anger, we're silent, we bite our tongue, delighting God so that our words will not hurt another person. It's another type of silence, uh, silence of self-control. Maybe today we ask that question, how good am I at practicing silence in my life? Do I find time each day or during the week for silence? If you don't, maybe this week, set aside some time. Find those moments in which you can enjoy some silent time in your life. See what it does for your heart, what it does for your mind, what it does for your soul. Today, here at this Mass, we'll have a few opportunities for silence. We already had it at the very beginning when we paused. We called to mind our sins, kind of calling to mind those moments in which we didn't delight God by our words, by our lack of silence. And then, after this homily, there will be a few moments of silence to see how it is that God speaks to us. During the consecration afterwards, the host and the chalice will be elevated. Silence there. That silence is really for our wonder and for our awe at what just happened, that God becomes present in the Holy Eucharist, body, blood, soul, and divinity on the altar. These are all moments today that we can take advantage of spiritual silence. The psalmist said, let my tongue be silenced if I ever forget you. Maybe another way that we could pray is to ask the Lord to silence our tongue at the right time, 
and to give us the words to speak when he wishes us to do so.